0: you are listening to Mining Stock Education, where you'll learn from the top leaders in the natural resource sector and uncover quality mining investment opportunities. You're basically looking at an opportunity to see where blowout high-grade VG intercepts with a very large disseminated breccia structure. And we just got the permit uh, for Rivard. So we want to get to a point where we can have these world-class properties, plus some production, to finance the exploration and then you get a really appealing investment opportunity for retail and institutional because quite bluntly it hasn't been done in decades
1: I'm Bill Powers, and this is Mining Stock Education. Thank you for tuning in. In today's show, you're going to be getting a company profile interview of a company that I own in my portfolio, and that is a new sponsor for the virtues and investment value proposition that you're going to learn about today. The company is Trillium Gold Mines. The website is Trillium Gold. The ticker symbol in Toronto is TGM. And on the OTCQX, which is the best of the OTC um, exchanges in the States, you can find it under the ticker T-G-L-D-F. Joining me today is Russell Starr. He is the president, CEO, and director. And I know Russell from Oren Resources, where he was an integral executive working with Ivan Bebek, a frequent guest of this show. And he also was an integral part of Ivan's other company, Caden Resources, the sale of that to Agnico Eagle for $205 million. So Russell, welcome onto the program for the first time.
0: Yeah, thanks for having me, Bill. I really appreciate it. So
1: you have a background in finance, in the academic yeah. side. You yeah. raise money in the mining sector. You've been an executive. Uh, but delve a little more. Share with my audience your experience and why you're qualified to lead the role of Trillium Gold.
0: Yeah, sure. Um, you know, I'm I'm like your, your Bay Street TV show profile. Um, one of the good guys, though. Uh, I spent a little bit more time in university, though, than your typical Bay Street uh, executive. I have a master's in economics. I have an MBA, and I started my PhD in economics. And uh, basically, the the head of the economics program at McGill was also the chief economist at at RBC. And I managed to slip in through the back door and get an interview for the prestigious dealer training program. Landed on Bay Street. Basically worked as an institutional salesperson, uh, institutional trader, corporate finance, um, funded and help, helped helped uh, start literally Echelon uh, Wealth Management, which is a, a very large Canadian broker-dealer. Still own a small portion of that, but basically got tired after about 15 years of just being sort of an intermediary and trying to clip a coupon or a, or a commission from a trade or a deal. And I wanted to try and build something. And it was right at the time that Ivan, um, the Grero Gold Belt was actually quite quite uh, prestigious at that time. And Caden had the property there and, and we didn't even have El Barqueño. So I joined Ivan. Um, and honestly, I'd, I'd credit Ivan for most of what I know on the corporate side now. Um, but as many children need to do, they, they grow up. Not that I'm a child, but um, I grew up a little bit, and, and Ivan and I are still great friends. Uh, I'm obviously following Fury and uh, Tier One uh, and Sombrero very, very closely. I'd, be, I, I'd been with that company for five years, uh, but I found this amazing company, great share structure. Uh, Red Lake, as many of your readers probably know or your listeners, um, there are Tier One jurisdictions, Tier Two, Tier Three, and Canada and Red Lake are one of the Tier One global jurisdictions. Um, and, a, and a friend of mine, a broker of mine was like, look, man, we, we we have this asset that in 2013 was trading at a $200 million market cap, 55,000 meters of drilling, high grade everywhere, 18 kilometers away from the Red Lake mine uh, by road. Um, our market cap now is like 20 million. Do you have any interest in being the CEO? And so, yeah, I, I stepped into it and, and uh, that was only six months ago and since then, We've, we've built what, what I like to think is a very, very credible near-term production and exploration company in Red Lake, but we have grander visions, as I've uh, discussed with you. So that's kind of a bit of the background, and, and we can get into any of the specifics you want.
1: How about touch on a couple of your technical team? Because one of the yeah. things that stood out is that they have a lot of experience working in this area already.
0: Yeah, I think, um, so Bill Patterson's the, our, our, our head geologist, our, our chief technical officer, if you want to call him that. Um, Bill has basically spent the majority of his career in Red Lake. Uh, his wife is Evolution's land manager. Um, and I think he joked the other day that we have about 150 years of combined experience in Red Lake in our technical team, which is which is Bill Denise Paul Bark um, Abby Wright. Uh, we literally have just brought on, and, and he's consulting right now. But uh, I think he was the fourth or fifth employee of Leapfrog, and and for anyone who's really deep into the sort of geek side of of building an asset or building a mine, Leapfrog is basically the the modeling software that all the majors and the relevant juniors use to 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 understand what they're looking at uh, underneath the surface based on drill holes. And so we're 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 really, in my opinion, um, you know, I said this to you earlier, uh, and I again, I would learn would have learned this, but learned it from uh, from Ivan. You know, you you have to act like a major or a mid tier. You have to build a team like a major or a mid tier to actually really get the attention of a major. There are companies that hit a great drill hole, and one thing leads to another, and they're taken out, and 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 you know, those are the one percenters or the point one percenters, but. When you're actually trying to build that that credible uh, critical momentum you you need to well you need to surround yourself with people who are better than you are and that's what i've done with this technical team they're they're top-notch they're red lake uh born and bred they understand uh the structures what occurs in the in the jurisdiction and very interestingly bill had spent uh the last probably seven years while the mining sector had been kind of crushed or, or underneath the thumb of the rest of the world. Um, he spent his time with uh, the Ministry of Mines. And so he, he understands where all of the dead bodies lie, but he also understands where all of those big opportunities are. And so him combined with me, plus all the rest of our team, we've managed to bring in this really exciting portfolio of assets.
1: And key to that, your flagship is the Newman Todd asset. You referenced already yep. that that asset alone, when you only owned half of it via 50-50 JV, oh, drove yep. up a market cap multitude multiples of where you're at now. Now you own 100%. Walk Correct. us through this project. There's some, yeah. you know.
0: Yeah. So so 2010 to 2013, um, it's interesting. Bob Singh, who is the driller for Great Bear. Was the driller for Red Star, and that was the 50-50 JV between Confederation and Red Star. To complicate matters, Red Star is now known as Helio Star, and we're known known as Trillium, but we're basically the same same companies, just changed names and obviously changed people. Uh, but it was a market darling. Uh, it was a 50-50 JV. Both companies had a hundred million dollar market caps, and they were hitting. I mean, you can find it on our website, but 30 of 12, you know. 10 of 15. These were, these were world-class intercepts by one standard at the Newman Todd, uh, Todd project. And so when I came on board, um, we'd actually earned into close to 83 and a half percent. But again, when you're dealing with an asset that's laden with gold, you never want to have a JV really you, you want to own a hundred percent of it. So we're now sitting today with a hundred percent. If you go look through our press releases, you'll see the deal that we actually did and, and successfully, uh, Uh, closed with Heliostar. And we own 100% of that. And then we also picked up um, the neighboring property, which is called Rivard. And and two of the very interesting characteristics for Newman Todd and Rivard are one, 99% of all the drill holes were from surface down to 400 meters. And for anyone who understands Red Lake, you get big blowouts of mineralization down a kilometer and so you're, you're really only scratching the surface at Newman Todd and they, they did put a couple of deep drill holes in. Uh, I believe one was down a kilometer and it intersected uh, three times greater than 10 grams per ton. But like I said, 99% was from surface down to 400 meters and just to give your listeners context, um, I think I was told uh, before I joined that 51% of all drill holes hit greater than 10 grams per ton. So there there are very few assets in the world that can actually say that or suggest that. Rivard, um, our neighbor, was owned by the Rivard family. And this is truly, call it a North American, you could call it an American or a Canadian sex success story. It was a family who owned it there's VG everywhere. Like I was on the property. There's a video out of me standing on it. And, and there are quartz veins that trend from Rivard into the Newman Todd structure. Uh, and the Rivard family would walk around with augers and dynamite, drill a hole, blast it, recover the VG, literally VG. Uh, it's it's almost like a gold rush type story. Um, and then they, 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 Pordore Dore and sell it. And they did that for three decades, but no one had ever really drilled a depth there. And so the analogy I always use is, okay, you've got the Newman Todd structure, consider that to be the Usain Bolt of, of uh, you know, hundred meter runners in a, in a gold structure. And then you've got these Revard veins, and I would call them like the world's number one supermodel and where the Revard veins intersect with the Newman Todd structure What's their child going to look like? What's Usain Bolt and the number one supermodel in the world's ch- child going to like? It's almost like Tom Brady and Giselle Buchan. You're basically you're basically looking at an opportunity to see where blowout high-grade VG intercepts with a very large disseminated breccia structure. And we just got the permit. Uh, for Rivard, that was our, I believe it was the press release today. So I, days seem to, to, to blend into days with with COVID. But, um, you know, it's going to be very, very exciting right now because not only do we have the one drill that'll be turning on Newman Todd, and now we have the leapfrog expert basically modeling out where we should be looking um, and better controls, better understanding of the structures. But we also have another drill that we can run at Newman Todd to try to chase these high-grade VG veins. Then the, the 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 call it fraternal or maternal twin is gold center. Um and and I don't talk about it as much because there's really been no drilling in it, but you know I was pointing out to you evolution's red lake mine or the famous gold lake Goldcorp corp Red Lake Mine. Um evolution's on the record for wanting to Explore more at depth in specific areas to increase their production profile. Because anytime you have a mill that's running at less than 100%, you're missing out on cash flow and profits. Um, and and literally where they're exploring and mining is 250 meters away from our property boundary. And, and so you have this once in a lifetime opportunity to sink a couple of drill holes into what really legitimately, like I'm. There's no hyperbole here legitimately could be the continuation of the red lake mine and so you know people maybe scratch their heads a bit on i think it was our our acquisition that just occurred and there were a few uh quebec properties and some properties further to the north on that sort of birch trend but the reality is our focus is newman rivard gold center and bringing those to near-term production because You've got a lot of people don't understand. You've got four mills running at less than full capacity in Red Lake, with gold kind of all over the place. And if you can bring an asset that's 18 kilometers away from from a profitable producing mine where they're exploring, but still not at 100% capacity, you instantly create um, a, a cash flowing opportunity for shareholders where you don't have to put up any infrastructure. That's huge. Your costs are substantially lower and your upside is substantially higher. So it's, it's uh, great exploration properties, but in our perspective, very near-term opportunities from a, from a catalytic perspective.
1: And you are engaged in a current drill program already. Your treasury's cashed up. So bring us up to speed for my listeners that aren't familiar with the story.
0: Yeah. So we raised $13 million, uh, maybe four or five months ago, Um, all long only funds, very, very supportive shareholders, um, you know, the the benefit of having been on Bay street, wall street, and having, having covered hedge funds and long only funds is you can kind of discern and understand what the trading strategies are. Um, so, so we're cashed up, um, we have enough cash to last us until December, um, so a full year's worth of drilling. We've we originally press released twenty five to thirty five thousand meters, but because the gold market's improving, we're we're going to do more. We could probably do upwards of sixty thousand meters, to be honest. But uh, what we press released just this uh, uh, today um, was thirty to forty thousand meters between Newman Todd and Rivard, and then that other incremental uh, drill program would obviously go to Gold Center. Um, We are running AI programs on our other exploration properties. We're trying to be efficient. Um, This is another thing that that Oren really taught me about with their world-class technical team is the gold industry is not being very efficient. There haven't been a lot of technological advances. One of the ones that you can use is AI. And so we're running AI across that entire um, Confederation Greenstone Belt uh, to try to hone in on areas we should focus on without spending millions of dollars on people walking up and down and, and just getting at that early stage advantage for particular opportunities on it.
1: So Russell, the near term for people that are buying shares today, the near term catalyst would be these drill results, right? From these yep. three projects. Yep. What's the time frame from seeing when yeah. those are going to come in?
0: Well, we've already had drill results from Newman Todd. Um, by like, I mean, it, It can be nothing short of uh, being considered a a huge success, our initial drill program. We're up uh, to an additional 7,000 meters that we drilled on top of that 55,000 meters. And our first, I think it was three holes or four holes, we hit 100 gram per ton intersection, seven of 15, and what looks to be a brand new structure on the Newman Todd uh, project. Um, We just press released our, our most recent drill holes. We still have four, by the way, in the assay lab that we're waiting on. Um, We just press released five holes where we hit VG on three out of five. And, you know, we had 0.3 meters of, I think it was 126 grams per ton. Finding gold is, is, is not going to be hard on Newman Todd. So, so continuation of our drill program on Newman Todd. And now uh, this, this, uh, you know, tense, but excitement of of what is Rivard going to give because it's never been drilled Depth. There were some drill holes back in I think 2003 by a company called E Energy, or maybe 2006. But no one's ever really sat down and said, "Okay, Newman taught Rivard. How do these fit together?" So we're going to be the first company who's able to test that. Um, so that's hugely exciting, um, and that's occurring literally right now. Um, so four holes in the assay lab, one drill rig turning at Newman Todd, the other one starting at Rivard next week. So so investors should be expecting drill results in the next you know four to six weeks, basically continuing for the entire year, and then of course we're going to have to figure out. Uh, well, we've applied for the permit for Gold Center, and and we we anticipate we'll get it probably in the next thirty days. Uh, and then it's going to be: Are we drilling from Evolution's property and their underground workings? Uh, we, we're going to have to talk to them. I'm not saying that that's going to happen. Um, we have the utmost respect for them; they're a world-class company. Or are we going to be drilling really deep holes off of our property? And we just don't know the outcome of that yet. Um, but even that's a bit exciting for investors. You know what? What's going to come of that is: Is are we going to be able to to uh, Um, Get to a a really friendly outcome with evolution. And, you know, one of the bonuses of that 150 years of experience and Bill Patterson is they all know each other. So it's, it's friendly. It's like, Hey man, um, this is what we'd like to do. Are you interested? So it's, it's not one of those contentious situations.
1: Your share price has done well in the last six months, um, but you also look at where you're going and you look at other, your valuation relative to other drill stories. So I think you're about 60 million Canadian now, but there are drill plays out there that are over a half billion dollars that don't have a resource, but you're aiming towards production. So talk to us about how you see the valuation of the company relative to what you have and what you plan to have.
0: Look, we're, clearly trading below um what what i believe is our our reasonable market value and you know you don't have to go too far back to figure it out 2013 in a worse gold environment um newman todd alone had a valuation of 200 million so 200 million in my opinion is a low end target of what we're shooting for but then you add in leo which is you know eight kilometers away from Dixie, which is now a billion dollar company. And then we own a good chunk of the Confederation Greenstone Belt, which is what Dixie sits on. Uh, And then, you know, we've added in some of those Larder Lake properties. And we also have more properties up in the Birch-Uchi area where I know quietly some mid-tiers are starting to sniff around. So look, you you add value to shareholders through the drill bit and through discovery, but our goals and our view on where we should be and what we should be doing and quite frankly what the the industry should be doing is there's a severe shortage of mid-tiers there's a severe shortage of creativity um you know what why now in what i would view as probably the best uh, opportunistic gold market we've seen in 20 years why aren't we building another kinross why aren't we building another el dorado and so you know, it's a it's 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 a lofty vision, but you always have to have a vision, and and you always have to own a lot of your company, and you always should have a tight share structure, and these are things that the world has just forgotten about because no one cared about really truly mining uh, precious metals or 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 base metals for almost a decade. But these are the things we need to move countries and economies forward, and we're finally seeing inflation, and so. You know, it, it it it's lofty, but in my opinion, with Newman Todd and Gold Center, we can drive a tremendous amount of value. And then if we do our jobs right, there are a lot of interesting uh, near-term cash flow opportunities that have had their share structures blown out. Um, you know, there's a bunch that aren't that far from us that sit on the Red Lake structure um, who... You know maybe need some consolidation and so what we're trying to do is is reach out to people and say look i get it we're an exploration story but check out our near-term production check out our proximity to a producing mine and and saying look we need to reinvigorate this climate this investing climate we can't just keep doing it where you're raising a million or two million bucks or three million bucks and you're drilling six drill holes praying that you're going to hit you know basically Bonanza grade great and your share price is going to go to the moon so that you can raise even more to try to do it again. Those are not business plans. Those are not visions. Those are prayers. I want to run a business. I want it to be profitable. And, and clearly exploration is not profitable. It's a consumer. So we want to get to a point where we can have these world-class properties plus some production to finance the exploration. And then you get a really important appealing investment opportunity for retail and institutional because quite bluntly, it hasn't been done in decades.
1: And what's so the time frame? three to five years for a plan like that?
0: Oh, look, if I wait three to five years, I think the gold price is at three to 5,000 and I've probably missed the boat. Um, this is something that in my, like I've mentioned masters in economics started my PhD, have an MBA. It's the biggest farce in my opinion that, that and I'm just going to point fingers and I'm sorry. I don't mean to insult any Americans, but I'm going to insult the government and, in particular, your statisticians. Inflation is rampant in the U.S. Uh, everything that that in 1980 would have been part of the calculation of inflation is effectively being removed to try to satisfy. A view of uh, we're not in an inflationary environment, but you just have to look at soybean prices and corn prices, uh, the price of copper, the price of of all of the base metals. It's here, it and and it's happening, and it's just a mathematical um, a mathematical uh, fantasy that's occurring right now. So, your timeline isn't that long, I think you've got the Biden government uh, who's going to basically print money again at extremes that we haven't seen even in the most recent. So, so my goal is three to six months to pick up some production.
1: Wow. So So you're moving fast and that would be in a share transit share for share transaction.
0: Yeah. You don't, you, you, you don't want to use your cash for that type of stuff. And quite frankly, we don't have enough cash to do it. I mean, maybe there's a world where we could identify a transaction and a banker viewed it as an incredible opportunity and you could do a concurrent financing and the acquisition. But I think a better way to do it is to try to find management teams that see the world. I see it um, forward thinking who are, who are maybe understanding that their share structure is blown out or, or that um, they've been trying to do it for a while, or maybe I just market better or, or basically a one plus one equals three type opportunity. It's not gonna be easy. Um, like I said, there's a bunch in Canada um, that that we're gonna reach out to and, and have reached out to. And, and it's not, look, it's not gonna be easy, but it's a goal. And it's something that I am communicating to structures uh, to, to investors. And it's something that I, I want people to know, um, yourself, your investors, because you need to hold management accountable at all times. We have to do what we tell you. Um, so, for example, I I said to you, our cash could last us until Christmas of next year. That's great, but but waiting until your cash runs out is the worst time to raise money. So, if we get a really bullish gold environment in the next six months, which I think is going to happen, clearly I'm going to tap the market for some money because we've got to keep on exploring. But in that perfect world scenario, if you can marry a little bit of production with this world class exploration and near term production portfolio, you become you immediately become relevant. You you are then on the radar screen and that's our goal.
1: Russell, you mentioned you were recruited into this position. How'd you yeah. acquire your shares and what skin in the game do you I have?
0: Well, uh, just check the insider buys. Um, anytime I'm not restricted, uh, I, I buy. So, so I typically go into the market for between two to 5,000 shares on a very regular basis. And then every now and then I'll pick up 15 or 20,000 shares um, my current position I think uh, including options is maybe 2.4 or to 2.6 which is more than that uh, I'll tell you exactly I own two million shares uh, five hundred thousand warrants and four hundred thousand options so I'm almost at three million so so the two million I bought and then of course you get warrants on the odd financing um, which I have some and then you also get some options but uh, I don't have a lot of options it's uh, you want to incent your team. You don't want to be the guy who's hoarding the options when you're running a company. So,
1: And what percentage of the company does the management own?
0: Management and insiders are, are really quite high. Uh, 38% of the company is owned by management and insiders. Uh, 38% is owned by retail. And of that thirty percent, 38% in retail, about 50% of it is, is very, very close and friendly shareholders. And then 22% is owned by institutions, which we just brought in on that financing in uh I think it was September and it closed in October.
1: Well, we'll be following up as drill results come back in. But in the meantime, are there any final thoughts you'd like to leave with my listeners?
0: Look, um, hold management accountable. Um, You know, I have a few adages uh, in terms of how I look at investing. Make sure management has a large uh, proportionate ownership because I think often you find management that owns a lot uh, acting in your best interest. And uh, yeah, like I said, hold me accountable. Um, I'd like to be on your show often and, and talking about what I'm doing. And, and if for whatever reason you see that there's something that I haven't followed through on, um, you know, merging with another company, you can't hold me to because that's not, <laughs> not super easy, but you can hold me accountable to drilling and trying to generate as much value as possible for shareholders.
1: Excellent. The website again is trilliumgold.com. A link to that will be in the show notes. In the show notes, I'll also put a link to the presentation, which by the way, is very well done. Whether you're a retail investor or you're a sophisticated investor that has technical knowledge, I think that you'll find the presentation very interesting. It was uh, very well put together. The ticker symbol again in Toronto is TGM. And on the OTC, you can find it under the ticker T-G-L-D-F. Russell, thanks for coming on the show today.
0: Thanks a lot, Bill. I really appreciate it. The mining business is one that generates gigantic wealth. You know, a good drill hole that converts, might cost 50 or $100,000, and it might discover something worth a couple billion. There is no sector that I know of
1: that has offered up as many predictable circumstances